This the remix. We're just, I think we'll just get on the plane and come back home. We're in loser draw. We're going to get on the on the bus and get to the plane and come on back here. We have our we have a short bye week next week, so we can use all the time back here we get. So, uh, no, we'll uh, we'll prepare as hard as we can, go out there, put our best out there, and see what happens on Monday. No, I mean, or, I mean, I, I could say yes, but I mean, I would say just in general, the big pitch. First of all, I don't know why every team. I just can't say enough about how his play, what it possibly has done for this team this season, and to give us a chance to sit here after these last three ball games and maybe have the opportunity we've got uh, for the rest of the year. It's amazing, and it's, it's far more than I could have ever expected. You know, he kept squirting through there, and you sense any give up in the locker room? Hell no. What kind of questions that, Phil? Just crushed my dreams. Boom. Sadness. That's the one. Kansas City Chiefs, best team in the NFL? No. Who is? I think Buffalo is. You think Buffalo is better? All I right. think Buffalo is better. Um, if we're doing a top three, are we going Buffalo, Kansas City, Philly? I'll give you that. All right. Uh, I would go Kansas City, Philly, Buffalo. Okay. Um, but I think that's that's probably our top three at the moment. Um, is there? Before we get, we'll get more into the Chiefs here in a second. Is there anybody in the NFC that's actually good besides the Eagles? It's not. I know it's not my Cowboys. They're three and one with Cooper Rush. Come on, yeah, can't can't believe that. Um, I don't know. After last the night, Giants. defensively, how good are the Niners? <laughs> yeah, maybe. But I just I have a hard time being like, yeah, the team with Jimmy Garoppolo that we know can get to the NFC title right. game. I just yeah, I don't know. I the Packers don't seem. Like they're like, the Packers I, don't seem like everyone expected them to be. I think they're they're still going to win the division, right? I still think they're going to be womp, womp. a legitimate. Like this will probably be the year they win the Super Bowl, right? They go they win eleven games instead of thirteen, right. and they win the Super Bowl this year. But like, I don't think the Packers are like top of the class in the NFL. The Bucks certainly aren't, uh, no. not at the moment anyway. The rest of the NFC South kind of sucks. Uh, the NFC East, they're all three and one, but I don't believe in any of those teams. No, but Philly, other than, other than Philly. The Vikings are frauds. Um, it seems like that's that division or that conference is Philly and then a bunch of maybe okay right. teams like San Francisco, like Green Bay, like maybe Tampa, maybe the Cowboy. Like there's a bunch of teams you could say maybe. Um, so yeah, I that that's a weird conference. Now in the AFC, I think we do have at least at least two heavy hitters in San Francisco or in uh Kansas City and Buffalo. Is anybody else in that? In that class, Baltimore's not, are they? No, not after last week. After watching in the last few weeks, no. Damn. No. They almost are. Like, <laughs> they almost beat Miami and Buffalo. They almost held on to those leads. They're they're close, but I don't think they're there either. So it's Kansas Dude. City, Buffalo, and Philly. And then, so if we're sticking with the Chiefs here, they beat the Bucks by 10, right? Tampa fumbled the opening kickoff, and Kansas City scored. But the, the biggest stat, and I, listen... I'm not going to sit here and tell you running oh. the ball is the key to winning and all that crap. Kansas City rushed for 189 yards against a Tampa Bay defense that we've gotten so used to shutting down the run. The last couple of seasons, oh, yeah. I would have told you, hey, when you play Tampa, don't oh, ever hand the ball yeah, off. Defensively, they're terrific. Just throw it. Right. Their run defense is too good. You're right. just going to be in second and 11 every time you do that. Just throw it. But they ran for 189 yards. And on the flip side, Tampa. Now, again, they're playing from behind for a long portion of this game. Tampa rushed for three yards. They had like five carries in that right. entire game. Is Kansas City's defense good? Um, 
Like, and not like good, not like top three in the league, but is this defense top 12? Because if I, they are, I was going to say top uh, 10 and probably closer to nine than they are too. If they are, they're winning the Super Bowl, and I don't think it's going to be close. I, I will also say that Kansas City also leads the league in uh, 360s done before touchdown passes. <laughs> before the flips? Yeah, before before you, before you throw it like a basketball. It, yeah, like he shot a basketball. <laughs> like Was it, that one of the most ridiculous things you've ever yes, seen? Yes, yes, yes. So, because here's the thing. Patrick Mahomes is unbelievable. And it's been, we are, uh, you know, four weeks into the season. And even without having Tyree Kill, Kansas City is number two on offense by pro football focus. They're number one by expected points added. Right. Like all of the that's that's people who watch film and grade it. That's people who just take stats and give you an analytics. Both are saying, hey, this offense is number one or number two in the league, despite losing Tyree Kill. Kill. And now you throw into it that the Kansas City defense right now by pro football focus, 11th best defense in football. If you're telling me Patrick Mahomes is still this good without Tyree Kill. And their defense is going to be top 15 and maybe better than that. They're winning the Super Bowl and it's not going to be close. And on top of that, sometimes, according to a podcast I listened to with Travis Kelsey, he just doesn't listen during the huddle. (laughs) (laughs) He just runs. He literally was like, yeah, sometimes I just I think I know the play and I'll go out there and I'll just run the wrong route. But uh, Pat will get me the ball if I'm open. (laughs) That's wonderful. They had they had three three tight ends three different tight end score, score. on Sunday night. Oh, dude, the play the play wherever he's yelling like, "Where are you lined up? Where are you <laughs> lined up?" And they just oh no, he goes in. It's it's unreal. I I honestly think Kansas City is like I I thought this was going to be all right. Maybe they take a step back. Maybe the rest of this division is good enough. Maybe there's a chance that the Chargers, the Raiders, or the Broncos, one of those teams, is good enough to knock them off. But I don't know if any of those three teams are actually good. And Kansas City looks better than last year. The the one problem is they do have a tougher schedule than the other teams in the division. But I don't know that it's going to be, I don't know that it's going to matter enough for them to be caught. And maybe it matters enough for Buffalo to get the one seat over them. But it's going to be Kansas City, like 12 wins is the floor at this point. Lane four and a half against the Raiders. Which seems, by the way, low. Seems a little low. Who who last two weeks ago I told you, no, last week I told you UNLV against um, Utah State two weeks ago was, of course, UNLV was covering whatever that was. Kansas City's got to be covering this, right? In Arrowhead, four and a half. They're not going to beat the, the Raiders by a touchdown? That seems unlikely. Seems John- like a little. Is Jonathan Abrams still playing in the secondary for this team? <laughs> Yes, and Travis okay. Kelsey still playing. For All the three tight ends are going to score a touchdown yes. on Jonathan Abram in this game. Like that's that's going to happen. We've seen Jonathan Abram against Mahomes like six times now. It doesn't go well for the okay. team playing Jonathan Abram. My, my mom and sister have already sent me super disrespectful songs to play on the Tuesday after that game. After the game, like to cut up with the Raiders getting scored on. And I'm like, win. guys, guys, you understand? I work in Las Vegas. I can't be this, like, cruel. <laughs> like, if it's a well, TikTok song, it's at least nice. They wouldn't play it on the other station, but here. <laughs> Come on. Um, so Josh McDaniels was obviously asked, will you take the victory lap? Oh, did he get asked that? Yeah. Yes, here. Oh, Do you want me to play it again? Or was I was not yeah. paying attention. 
We'll just, I think we'll just get on the plane and come back home. Win, lose, or draw. We're going to get on the, on the bus and get to the plane and come on back here. We have, our, we have a short bye week next week, so we can use all the time back here we get. So, uh, no, we'll, uh, we'll prepare as hard as we can, go out there, put our best out there, and see what happens on Monday. A short bye week? Monday night. Oh, because of Monday, Monday night. night. Because of Monday night. Uh, I, would, I would say any time uh, the Raiders beat Patrick Mahomes in Arrowhead, they deserve a victory lap. They do. They do a victory lap. They deserve it. If you go there and beat Mahomes, you get to take your victory lap. <laughs> if 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 Mahomes is hurt or whatever, then no. But if you go into Kansas City while Patrick Mahomes is their quarterback and you win, you deserve a victory lap. Is, I mean, I think it'd be hilarious. In, in all seriousness, be late at night in the John Gruden era. What was the biggest win? What was oh, the, at, at Kansas City? What was the crowning? That was yeah, the biggest at Kansas moment, City, right? Absolutely. In the in Derek Carr's career, the biggest game he's played in was the loss to Cincinnati in the postseason. Right, it's the only postseason game he's played in. Outside of that, um, what's the biggest moment of Derek Carr's what, career? Before I, he broke the leg, did he have to clinch the playoffs the one year? They did, and they they had a bunch of close wins. They had a bunch. Of, they went for two and stuff. They, they that year you probably yeah, have a couple. There games. was yeah, there was a game where he basically threw. He threw Michael Crabtree into the end zone on a uh, like last second touchdown where he. So there were some games there because like, he meant the playoffs. Like Michael Crabtree wouldn't have scored a touchdown, but the ball hit him in the chest, <laughs> and he 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 got off his feet and pushed him in. Yeah. So yes, but I mean, there had to be in some the games last there. five last. years. Oh well, then it would be the Kansas City game. Because even last, I mean, last year they made the playoffs. Carr was not good for three of those four games they won down the stretch to clinch a playoff spot. He was good in the game against the Chargers when they when they won in overtime, which you could argue that one. But that was also a weird game where they didn't have to win in overtime to get in. They just had to run right. the clock out, but they got in field goal range and said, "Ah, we'll kick anyways." Um, but like top moments of Carr's career, that win in Kansas City is one of them. Take your damn victory yes. lap. Like the whole idea of, ah, this doesn't mean much. Yes, it does. Uh, over the entire career of Carr, over the John Gruden era, it does. And I, listen, it's probably not an optimistic outlook, but there's a chance the Josh McDaniels era is the same way. If they go into Kansas City and win, we might look back and say, that's the best win of the entire season. That's the crowning moment. I wonder if he, he there's no way he knew about the victory lap. Are you sure? I was. Not I there. feel like I was not there when the question was. Asked. I feel like that is something that happened that, that enough, got around the league that an, that everybody in football was like they did. They what heard now? about it. Oh. That, that sounds like something Bill Belichick. Because once again, everything I've ever read about him is that off when not standing at a dais, hilarious guy. That sounds like something he went into his coach's meeting and went, guys. If you ever do this. I will never rehire you. <laughs> it's and great. I've rehired maybe right, some though, maybe, people. Maybe it got around the league because it was, it did make, it's super it did embarrassing. Make news. Right. It, and it was just kind of and, pathetic. Well, Is that right? The, the absolute I best mean, part of it's it. It's cringe. Do you guys yeah. remember why Gruden eventually said he did it? Because the bus driver was trash talking him on the way to the stadium. <laughs> you guys remember that, right? Right. I don't know if it was actually true. Gruden might have just been saying that to try to, you know, I mean, whatever. Rich, but right, Satya right. once told everybody that he had COVID. So <laughs> I, yeah, I don't always trust anything the coaches say. Jesus. Oh, my God. 
that's actually the crowning moment of the John Gruden era <laughs> was Rich Masaccia telling the players Gruden had COVID <laughs> when he did not, in fact, have COVID. <laughs> as a way and to what's say, that picked up in the microphone. No, no, no. He was. It was on a Zoom. He had, he had a Zoom meeting. That's right. He was and then Zoom. I don't know who he told or Gruden told everybody that. Right? Like no. nobody was going to know about it. And then. One of the coaches said it. Was like, oh I yeah, thought it, I thought it was Gruden who said it. Yeah, it Gruden, probably was. I thought Gruden said, "I don't, I, I, I don't have COVID." <laughs> yeah, and oh, and the best part is it was just Rich Basaccia trying to be trying to make a point. Yes, of like this can get any of yes. us. <laughs> it got it got coach. Unbelievable! And then that guy was the best leader on the team for the entire yeah. year because he uh, became the interim head coach, and they all loved him. <laughs> Apparently they thought that they the players thought that was hilarious because they were like, oh, of course the guy who faked John Gruden having COVID. Oh, we love that guy. He's great, unbelievable. I can't. I forgot that happened. I want him to. Think, I want him to. Think, Glad well, you brought that up, Jared. Every once in a while, I think this is the second day in a row where I've like come up with some weird stuff that Tyler likes. Oh, I agree with you on the the uh, four and a half, but I'd love I'd love a victory lap. I mean, the Raiders. I'd love a victory lap. The Raiders' defense, is we talked about it earlier, it's been solid, so maybe right. they don't get completely torched by Mahomes and it's close, but Jonathan uh, Abrams still playing safety for him, so Kansas City's putting up a lot of points. And the Raiders are kicking field goals. We know that. I know we oh, need, yeah. need to go to break, but I want to quickly ask your opinion on this. How pissed off do you have to be whenever you see Buffalo, the Ravens, or the Chiefs, and you're like, oh, those guys are going to be good for like the next yeah. 20 yeah. years? Well, it's a nightmare. Especially Kansas City being in the division, you can work around it. Oh, I'm not. not I'm division. not even talking about like Raiders specifically. I'm talking like the Saints, <laughs> the Jets, exactly. <laughs> Where uh, the Patriots, like these teams that are like Dolphins. Yeah, we the Steelers. Where you drafted, yeah. you drafted this other kid, and you're like, I don't know if either of these guys are good. Meanwhile, these three people, they're going to be John Elway, Dan Marino, and uh, Kelly for the next thirty yeah. years, and we're going to have to deal with it. It's not ideal. All right, coming up next, it's Bischoff's Briefs. Bischoff's Briefs. Speaking as an extremely clever person, I feel a bit personally attacked by the concept of an evil genius. Anti-intellectualism is rife in the world today, encouraged no small amount by a media concerned that their advertisers' claims that their breakfast cereal induces hallucinogenic bliss and woodland creatures might not hold up to rigorous academic study. Bischoff's Briefs. Well, let's see how far your f- street smarts and common sense get you when you need someone to figure out how to turn a city-sized clot of oceanic waste plastic into drinkable water and hospital-grade insulin. Bischoff's Briefs. Just because I'm smarter than everyone else doesn't mean I look down on people. Someone has to make my sandwiches. Just because I can envision a vastly more efficient society with myself as absolute dictator doesn't mean I want to go to that amount of trouble. Just because I ordered the installation of an oubliette in my basement doesn't mean I have sinister intentions for it. Bischoff's Briefs. So stop asking questions and get your jackhammer out. All right, it's Bischoff's Briefs today, and I have... uh... A scenario for all of you. Oh, Lindsay Brown is here. Good morning. So, there she is. Yes. I'm um, here. But I have a scenario for all of you. Um, went to Cafe Rio with my girlfriend, fiance. Fiance. And we got nachos and we shared the nachos. And when she ordered them, she was like, can we get double meat? Mm-hmm. So we got two helpings of shredded chicken. They're extremely busy. The person who made our food is not the same person that uh, no, you check out person. with. At was the this, end. this wasn't last night. No, no, it was two nights ago. Okay, God, no. Because I was there last night. Um, over it for a while. And we get there, and uh, the 
woman who's checking us out says, you know, what meat did you get? And my fiance says, oh, chicken. And then she says, oh, and it's double meat. So we could have not paid for the double meat, but my fiance went out of her way to make sure the cashier knew that we got double meat. So you're asking and us you're if we would do the same. No, you guys are looking at me like I'm the crazy one for being disappointed in this. I just, I mean, it's nice to get a little cut a corner once in a while, but at the same time, I like being truthful about what I'm what I'm buying and what I'm purchasing. It's just like a principle thing. They I would have said double. If there was uh, double meat. I would have said double. I would have. Yeah, yeah, I would have said double. I once asked for a water cup and got a soda, and my dad literally berated me to the point I was seven. Uh, <laughs> berated me to the point where now I'm just like. At Seven Eleven, if they charge me the wrong amount, I will go. Your your drawer's gonna be off. Uh, what you actually needed to do was give me uh, three pennies. And what did your dad berate you for? Stealing. Oh, did you put I have water. One of those did you put too. soda in it? I put soda. Oh, oh yeah. I accidentally I, uh, stole some peanuts when I was younger, and I the the from who? From the grocery store. I was just like walking around. <laughs> you put it in a little bag, like you're a kid. Like I'm included in this excursion, and then I brought it home. I was playing like my math video game because I was so bad at math, and my mom discovered the shells, and I literally had to go back with my piggy bank and I had to explain what happened. She's like, we don't raise any any thieves in this family. I'm like, are you going to put me up for adoption? She's like, I don't know, maybe. And then I never stole anything ever again on wow. accident or otherwise. I just feel well, bad for the people working at the grocery store. Oh, they story. were absolutely like, it's okay. It's it okay. I'm like, we're teaching Not a, a lesson. Not a single person there cares about the dollar no. fifty worth of peanuts you no, stole. Well, what costs more? Because last night we were there and I got the same situation. Not to double. Because obviously the people at Cafe Rio, you're right, the people who add all the stuff or not the person who started it is grilled chicken more than shredded. Is it? I, I, I'm because not I think it is enough. because they ask you what type of chicken. Yeah. It's definitely at the different. checkout. And I said grilled and the burrito and was made or it's more expensive. And I could have said, yeah, I could have said shredded, but I said, I no, mean, it's grilled. more expensive when it's grilled because there's more chicken. Yes. Intact. It's gotta be grilled. There's, there's more shredded yeah, the integrity better. of the chicken has been compromised when well, it's shredded, although it's better. Yeah, that's I'm a huge fan. Not better. the point. The driest <laughs> chicken possible. That's the point my was I was honest and saying, <laughs> yeah. I got the grilled chicken. You're and a journalist, Ed. Darn right. This is what you are. You can't fight your Libra tendencies. Okay. The last thing he needs is page six of the Las Vegas sun saying journalist. Journalist, or Ed sorry, journo Ed Graney <laughs> ripped right about the type of chicken that was in the burrito. Yeah, oh. be a good gotcha story. It would absolutely get around in this town, though. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> I guess. I so. mean, as many things about journalists that get around, as long as they're not at PTs. I guess my fiance is going to be pumped to hear this. Yeah. Okay, you guys are all on her side. Um, Hold on, let that's... me ask you a question because this went viral on Reddit the uh, a couple weeks ago. When you're self-checkout, like using the self-checkout, do you actually check out all your items? Yeah, he yells at what? you. What? Yes, I do too, but apparently there's like this new thing Wouldn't where- Wouldn't an alarm go off if you didn't? Yeah. Apparently, like, you just don't check out some of them, leave them in the cart, put check out the things you want oh, to, and you I just walk out. I couldn't cart. do yeah. that. You know, like, I'd I be can't. scared to yep. death that there'd be some kind of weird alarm going off. They'd be running out to the parking lot, like, chasing you. I'd feel bad I that they would that. turn that on, the people that are working, just, like, overseeing that. We're going to take that out of your paycheck. I could never live with that on my conscience. That. Well, but that's the thing. <laughs> is it's like, if you're not getting... The, the, the part of it that was <laughs> crazy to me to was... That's what it is. <laughs> you never know. That's what they do for for, for Dine and Dashers. That is. Yes. That is. That's what they do. And so Did you I'm ever like, Dine I mean, and Dash? Hell no. I would no. Never, I over tip. I spent like $5 on a on a weird soda the other day and I spent $25. Uh, I don't over tip. I just tip 
I, I tip a fair amount. So like, you know, it's 20% for lunch and then it's anywhere from 20 to 40 for uh, lunch or for dinner. I, I over tipped last night at Cafe time. Rio and I had to hide their seat. You oh, tipped Cafe Rio? Sure. You know, you put your credit card in. They say you want 10, oh, 20. Oh, 100%, 20% every time. Yeah. yeah. Every and time. I had to hide their seat. She wouldn't yep. have been no. happy at that. She would not have been happy. So with that. at um, it's good karma. We live yes. in a society yes. that doesn't pay these people a living wage, exactly. and it's yes. on the rest yes. of us to make up the difference. Which, by the way, that means your business isn't if you can't afford to pay your employees. Well, then capitalism would fold, Jared. That's the oh, right, secret. That's the problem. Um, at the Aces games, uh, when you go up to the concession stand and you you pay with a card, the little thing flips over and you can right. tip yep. the people you there. You tip them. Uh, 20%. You can't do zero dollars. What? Well, what if you don't? I mean, I tip you, all the time. Like, Lindsay, I go 20%, but what if you don't want to tip? You can't do zero dollars. It flips you, around. It gives you, you options. You have to hit a button? It gives you options, and it's like one, two, three. It's whatever, the 15, 20, 25%. Right. And then there's custom. You click custom, and if you enter zero... It gives you an error and won't let you continue. Wow. Is there a little box that says no tip? No, I, if I there tip- is, I couldn't find it. Okay, that- I I tipped one penny because I was like, I can't oh tip zero dollars. No, you didn't. They Just gave me a the bottle of water. Just do it. No, Just do I, it. Oh, I actually man, I, I couldn't do that. I have I, to tip. I have to tip. I have I've got to tip people. Okay, so I will say that my tipping gets bad at stadiums because what I do is I get a bunch of ones. And then normally pay with the card for like the beer and the peanuts, and then it's a dollar per item. They don't even you take get cash, cash anywhere. I swear. Well, they okay. Then they, it was I like guess. the envelope they were giving you a few years ago. Ed. That's how they <laughs> that's gathered the money. <laughs> and Dude, no one, no one listening understood that reference. <laughs> oh, good. Do you ever tip by doubling the tax? What? What? No, you just move no. the decimal old over. Oh, you guys do math? I don't do that. I just, just am like, oh, $60, it's probably like a $20 tip. Right? You're not oh, good at math. I, I, I avoid it like the plan. Right, I tip well, but you just kind of went over the edge. I, well, I, it's a good karma. Tip? My dad always no, said over tip no. when you go to the bar because then they're going to come back to you right away. And then you're just boom, boom. Actually, get a that is. Going. Uh, hold on. That is the pro tip. I don't allow people to buy me drinks. I buy my own drinks and I'm going to get to the front of the line every time. Pro tip. Yep. It all makes I sense. Tip big on the first one. No. Nope. 20 for 60. And they make the drink exactly tip. the way you want them to. It's great. I'm like, give Whoa. me a dirty Dude, Shirley with 60, a little more grenadine. Getting, you better be getting exactly <laughs> oh, yeah. what you want, 20 for hey, 60. Somebody's going to have a good Christmas this year. <laughs> you need to learn some math. No, I can't. <laughs> I and tried. You need to not feel so bad. I I was explaining. <laughs> I was So Tyler, I was explaining the other day to Lindsay, like, Oh, hey, the, the the clock ends right here. And I like. He started doing the math I started on the doing the math on the board. And she just like looked at me. I said that you're mansplaining this to me. And it was like, oh, I, I just am. I can't. I, there's just a certain point of math that my brain will just drop the Subtraction out. is not mansplaining. It, it is when I can't figure <laughs> it out no matter how many times. He's like, so here's what you do. You carry the one. I'm like, I get it. But in my my brain can't do this in the second that you're asking me to do it. It doesn't just like automatically fire. And it I don't is have time to write I get this out. out. I get out the whiteboard. Oh, how else are you gonna learn subtraction? I know how to do subtraction. It's seventeen doing, it's minus doing eight. It, and... Coming up next, Ryan Wallace joins the show. <laughs> this isn't the Alex Ovechkin Power Hour. This is the VGK update with Ryan Wallace. Follow him on Twitter at Ryan Hockey Guy. I'm out.
Uh, Ryan, what's 17 minus 8? 17 minus 8 is 9. Okay, thank you. Right. Um, how many, or okay, do you think you could complete the 999 challenge, eating nine hot dogs, drinking nine beers while watching nine innings of baseball? So I, I feel like you've asked me this question on the air before, and I said, yeah, where's the challenge? Um, I feel like I could. I feel like I could put back nine beers. I feel like I could eat nine hot dogs. Um, nine innings is a lot of baseball. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'd probably want to get it done earlier than that so I don't have to watch the rest of the baseball. But, um, yeah, I feel like I could do it. Sure. Tyler went, Tyler oh. tried it last night. Yeah, six six and five is what I finished with. Ugh. Yeah, that's failure is what yeah. that is. Lindsay, okay, what could you do? Uh, I could probably get six down at least, I think. On each? Yeah, I don't like beer, though, so that'd be a problem. Well, I ty- do water? Tyler did it with cider. Okay, I could yeah. do cider. I suppose you have to have hey, some carbonation mine, in it. Mine was uh, more alcohol by volume than what my friend was drinking. Yeah, that's drink why you drink it, cider. That would that's be a problem. problem that's my problem? You, you you got to play to complete the challenge, not play to, you know, be, be the big guy. Uh, I mean, it's not like it would have led to me drinking three more if it had been slightly less. Ryan, I feel like it would have. What about the 993 challenge? Nine beers, nine hot dogs in three periods of hockey. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way. Like, that's a finite. You got to hope for a lot of scoring. Time, right? yeah. You got to hope for seven three. First of all, I, I certainly couldn't do it when, you know, I'm watching, when I'm. Doing Golden Knights games because I'm, you know, working. Nah. As, as veiled as that might, that term may be, um, and then uh, yeah, two and a half hour window. Like that's what a, an NHL game is. Now, if we were doing that in the playoffs and it was a it was a overtime game that could go three more periods or five more periods, uh, perhaps. But uh, no, like the beauty of of this being with a baseball game is like you don't have a finite window of time. Like baseball games could literally last forever. Most of them do when I watch them anyway, so um, I feel like that's part of why this challenge exists and is, is doable and, and part of why I'm pretty bummed out that Tyler had such a poor showing. Yeah, I was at four and four after five innings and just was basically done. Did you get the burps? Couldn't do it. The yeah, burps. I was yeah. done. I, I was actually at two and two in the top of the second inning. And you were starting, here's the thing, Ugh. psychologically you started to think about it. Yeah. No, I just felt you terrible. Took- I after felt like two? a disaster. <laughs> No, yeah, I, I feel mean, like a disaster listen, after The combination of, oh. of food and beverage uh, certainly isn't going to lead to you feeling good, but that's when you dig down deep, Tyler. Like, that's where you find another gear. You just don't have it. <laughs> I, I No, my other gear was to eat the fifth hot dog during the ninth inning. He put Whoa. different he, he put different condiments on this thing, and at one point he put A1 sauce yeah. on it. What? Yeah. Yes. That's disgusting. Yes. Why yes. did you do that? No, it's yes. good. I, it was fine. Oh. Just drown it in just ketchup. a little bit of A1. Nah, means. ketchup's kind of gross. What? We had, to go, we had to go Chick-fil-A sauce, a garlic aioli, a Nando no. sauce, and A1. You didn't have to. No, no, I could have eaten them plain. You could have eaten anything. It's hot dogs. After three of them, I was like, I don't want to take another bite of these. And I still ate two more. Joey Chestnut is so disappointed. I don't understand oh, how he does that. No. These things are <laughs> revolting after three. He trains. I, yeah, but still, they're just... Yeah. I don't want to look at a hot dog for the rest of my life right now. Didn't he punch a dude this year for jumping on stage? Oh, he choked yeah. him out. Yes. Him, out. him yes. and, the, and, and who took out the, the streaker last night? Bobby Wagner? Bobby they Wagner. just started Wagner. a team, like a rugby or maybe roller derby. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, which Golden Knight would be most likely? Well, you don't really have streakers in hockey, but let's pretend somebody did get on the ice. Which Golden Knight is most likely to lay that person out? Ooh. Um, 
Let me think about this one for a minute. Uh, most likely to lay out a streaker oh, nice. on the Golden Knights. Uh, the the best one that, that comes to mind for me is Braden McNabb because like the streaker's coming down oh. the wing and Braden just delivers that that hip check. It'd be great. Be in a hospital in two seconds. I think Petro would be the guy to do it. Uh, that that I was leaning toward Petrangelo just because I, I feel like that would that would be one of those moments where he's just like I don't want to do this. I don't I have time to, for games. Get this guy out of here. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, I I would love to see a Braden McNabb hip check and a streaker. That'd be great. I was thinking Marchie, but just genuinely oh. because he would just be like, "We're trying to play a game here." And I'm trying to score. He'd be like, "That's beneath me. Somebody else will take care of it." No way. Yeah. Ryan, uh, is there any chance after it was the quote of the year of "We need to get the hell back to work"? Bruce Cassidy wanted to go to Montana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, listen, it's clearly uh, a situation where you're a new head coach on a team that is expected to do something this year, that is expected to return to the playoffs, and you've only got a, a limited amount of time where you can work with them and days off are not conducive to that. And based on the showing from the Golden Knights on Friday, and listen, I'm not going to overreact to a, play, a preseason game. It's just not in my nature to do so. Uh, but the commentary from Bruce Cassidy afterward lends you to believe that he feels the team is not as close to where he wants them to be. And losing out on a, on a practice day, it probably didn't sit well with him. But you know, at the end of the day, this is something that the Golden Knights do every single year. It's just kind of part of being with within the organization. So um, you you get the hell back to work, which is what they did yesterday. Uh, are you going to overreact if they give up seven again tonight? Um, no, probably not. Oh, I, listen, it's on. going to be a work in progress on the defensive side. Um, you know, you look at kind of the younger rosters for the Golden Knights that had some success defending well, and they've had more time with Bruce Cassidy's system, what he wants them to do in the defensive zone. And I think, I think it's just a little bit easier to grasp that as a younger player when you've got more of a buildup. Now, for the veteran NHL players, I think that there's kind of a, a, a towing the line of trying to tune up so that you're ready for the regular season. And, like, it's preseason hockey. These games don't count for anything. I feel like there's kind of a hard – it's kind of hard to – to get your juices going to where they need to be in order to execute. But I do think that considering it was a more veteran-heavy roster that got lit up by San Jose on Friday, that the next time we see some of those veterans in the lineup, there's going to be a, a higher level to their game. Yeah, I was going to say the the younger guys have a little bit more motivation level to try to impress coach. That's probably why they picked it up a little bit quicker. That We saw the top six and then on Friday, a good chunk of the defensemen. Are we expecting a, a similar lineup tonight, or or what are we thinking? Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's there's kind of a balance there, right? Like, I know the Golden Knights have reassigned a couple of players to, to Henderson. Uh, the Sakari Bannonins that uh, only got one game in the preseason. I wonder if, you know, perhaps there's an opportunity or an avenue to, to get some of those guys that were reassigned uh, back up to play some, some games down the stretch here. But if it were me and just kind of reading into what Bruce Cassidy said after that game and, and the messaging is, you know, these guys need to get ready for the regular season, right? Uh, we're, we're in an evaluation period for some people, but, I, I mean, realistically, it's Paul Cotter, Jake LeCision, and Jonas Rombier. Like, those are going to be three of the guys that are fighting for that spot up front, uh, assuming Will Carrier is unavailable at the start of the season. So y- you need to kind of grow with that. We, we wanted to see the top six, and we didn't actually get to see it in that game on Friday because Bruce Cassidy made a tweak moved Jonathan Marcheseau off that line with Chandler Stevenson and Mark Stone, pushed Pavel Dorofiev up. And so we only got a period of that line. I feel like if I'm approaching it 
based on what Bruce Cassidy was saying, I would imagine that we're going to get more veteran-heavy lineups the rest of the way. Whether or not Mark Stone's going to play in one or two more is kind of up in the air, but I would, I would argue that we're in the tune this team up for the regular season, dial in on the stuff that they need to learn to be successful, and really play out this preseason the rest of the way like it's a tune-up for the regular season. All right, Ryan, uh, eat nine hot dogs during the game tonight. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. A preseason game. Come on, you can do it. How about six? No, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Uh, okay. <laughs> but but I, listen, if, if I do choose... Uh, where where are the well, hold on where are the Dodgers and the Astros are they are they both good this year yeah yeah I don't know. yeah they're the best and second okay. best team in baseball okay so if they meet in a series what would it be the World it Series it would be the World, World series. series yes okay fantastic if the Dodgers and the Astros meet in the World Series this year you and I will get together and we will do the challenge I know he's gonna be if, in Houston if, yeah if the Astros are he's playing in the be World there. Series I am not doing anything to my body that would require me to lay down because my stomach hurts right right because because what you do to your body really has an impact on what the Astros do in the World Series I get it no no it's not about that it's about me not wanting to be a mess while already being a mess see I feel like this could be fun. It could be. That's why I did it last night. Um, I would. I would love. I would love for you to be a mess. That would be fantastic. Okay. I have a. I have a hidden second option. Tyler doesn't have to do the challenge, but you, me, and Lindsay will do the challenge with Tyler having to watch the game with the three of us getting progressively more drunk. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm in. I'm in for that. That'd be fine. Yeah. I'm leaving. All right. I'll sign a waiver. He's Ryan. <laughs> Leaves your own, You leave your own house. He's Ryan Wallace. You can hear him on the BGK Insider <laughs> Show uh, every afternoon on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan, thank you so Thanks, much. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, guys. Uh, we got tickets to give away. Eddie Vedder, lead singer of Pearl Jam. He's playing at Dolby Live at Park MGM this Friday, and we got a pair of tickets for you. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. That's 702-364-1100. We'll take caller number nine at 702-364-1100. There's headlines in the paper that, you know, I'm going to keep it a secret what we're going to do with Bryce. I'm, that's, it sounded like me making that statement, but it re- I've never said that, but it, it was there in black and white. Like, so you can make up whatever you want to make up. You know, look at somebody else's running quarterback and say they should put these plays in. I think that'd be a better way to do it. You're locked in the press box. Make up stuff. What was he mad at? Some mm. newspaper headline? Yeah. Okay. You members of the media making up stuff. He's mad a lot for somebody that doesn't lose very much. Doesn't get to the cabin more than, what, two weeks a year? Needs does he, more does he even time. go to a cabin? I know that he has a lake house he talks about, Reed. That's oh. where he detoxes. But otherwise, he's just on all the time. One of my, I'd be agitated. I, I will say one of my favorite fun facts is he was flying back from winning a national championship, and he was on the phone with a booster going, we need we, we need this and this and this. Yeah, yeah, for... they, yeah. they won and immediately started recruiting. Yeah. He's complained before about playing in the championship game because he gets a later start on recruiting than other coaches. <laughs> oh, my God. First world problems. This is a great quote. That is a good quote. Congratulations to Tom. He won tickets to see Eddie Vedder. And congratulations to Emmett. He won tickets to the Scorpions with White Snake. We will have Scorpions and White Snake tickets for the rest of the week. All right. Uh, you two with your uh, moral compasses over here. Uh, and apparently, like, predilection towards alcohol. Uh, Not me on that one. Fernando tweeted in. My friend has all the fast food cups, walks in, and free soda all day. I, I couldn't 
I couldn't sleep at night. I, couldn't over that? I really couldn't. That see, okay. I had a friend who also did that, but he also lived in his car. So see, that's I kinda, awesome. you gotta you gotta look at the context as well. Uh, but we would constantly be like, dude, there are spiders in those things. You gotta oh, wash so they them were like out. Not yeah. Like okay. at least go into the fast food bathroom and wash it out. I feel bad when I specifically ask to for ketchup to be in my bag if I'm going like fast food place and then they forget to put it in. Feel bad to ask for ketchup. I, I very rarely go back in and ask for it. We got I, ketchup I rather, at home. I or I'll go to the gas station. I'll buy a ketchup thing. I've done that. Oh my god. Oh man. I'm just You're very non-confrontational. That, that is some Midwest. <laughs> oh, it's an absolute illness. I'm trying to get better at it. Like, I feel pretty well. non-confrontational, too, but that's no, that's yeah. quite an extreme. Okay, but your non-confrontation comes from laziness. Like, you just are like, I don't want to yeah. get into this. I go this. above and beyond not to be in the way. That's a problem. <laughs> I need to speak to my therapist about that, but those are expensive. So my friends are for, but they're sick of me so as well. Instead, you're on the radio telling yeah, us. Literally, about it. I, this is just my couch. What other problems do you have, Lindsay? Oh, I have so many problems. You should have heard some one of the lines my friends told me. She says, Your evolution is absolutely awe-inspiring. I'm like, thank you. But I'm not gonna share it at this point because we're not that close of friends. We're just we're making a lot of different decisions than we normally would, which is good. Who is? You and me. your friend? Or Me. you. Yeah, okay. I am. I am. I'm trying to be more confrontational. I'm trying to like get more stuff done and just not make life so hard. I have like a tendency to self-sabotage. You know? This is exactly what your listeners wanted to get. This it is. <laughs> I mean, we've spent we used to have the athletic director of UNLV on in order to have her lecture Tyler on marriage. Oh, okay. See, like, I'm trying to do what Tom Brady should probably be doing with this life, which is like taking stock, self-reflecting. Am I making it about me too much? And what am I sacrificing for that to be? And that's what he's done. He has sacrificed his marriage for one more year, potentially championship winning football, which everybody's like, that's the greatest. That's that's what you live for. I don't live for that. I don't understand it. Probably worth it. Is it? Probably. For your kids to hate you for the rest of your life? Yeah. I mean, this is just the start of a spiral to what we're seeing with Herschel Walker going on. Like, what's happening? Oh, boy. If we're doing the pro-con list, kids don't like me definitely goes on the pro side. Yeah. Okay. But you have to (laughs) empathize enough that maybe you like your kids and your kids like you now. And you literally chose yourself over their happiness. Everything else. You've prioritized your everything because they, they went to the bahamas for during that's training great camp. that's great but how do you get close to, how do you get close with kids you spend time with them and do the things that they like to do other than just your two week vacation off during yeah the but when they go home they're like i haven't seen dad in three weeks yeah. i haven't seen dad he, since bahamas how old are his kids uh, uh one of them i believe is like john's probably like 14 or 15 ben is probably 11 or 12 you know their names Viv, yeah it's one of those random it's just things go in my brain wait and they stay. i giselle can't do subtraction and, giselle and brady named their kids what ben and john no ben uh, it, ben is their first son and then he has john with bridget moynihan and then their daughter's name's vivian yeah what I, I knew one of them was with Bridget Monahan. Yeah, a John Edward Thomas Brady. I thought famous people were supposed to give their kids fun names. Mm, no. That's true about, remember the guy from My Name is Earl? He named his son Pilot Inspector and spelled it a weirdly weird name. He also dabbled in the Scientology. Jason. Okay, there's there's a Lee. middle ground between Correct. John and Pilot. 
I know. Although pilot actually doesn't sound like a terrible name. The only reason name. why pilot I know it's John Edward name. Thomas yeah, Brady. Then... It's spelled Jets, Jets, Jets. And that was like the headline when the kid was born. That was like from 15 years ago. Man. <laughs> There's a lot going on in here. <laughs> There's a lot of turbulence. I don't know if you're like some super Tom Brady fan. No, or just I just have... I'm an I have an encyclopedic brain and photographic memory, so I just yeah. remember things that I don't not, want. As long as it's I not can't subtraction. do subtraction. <laughs> I can't do math. But damn it, I know random kids' names from celebrities and that can... Jets headline about Tom Brady's Legit. kids. That's Legitimate. not going anywhere. No, no. Are you going to be 84 citing that off? Probably. It's Back the only way I can get positive reinforcement. Like that's really cool that you know that. Thank you. I have purpose. <laughs> <laughs> is it a good purpose though i don't know i feel like it's the only one that i got so if i'm not doing if i'm not doing anything at least i'm doing this something okay gonna be at least a pot some sort of a force in the in your existence thursday is gonna be fun for you why for me yeah is that gonna be here yeah okay yeah. good yeah he's a good mediator <laughs> thursday's gonna be great Lindsay will be I'm in excited. all day thursday yeah i'll be off the board so i won't get frazzled it'll be great it'll be good i don't i Wait. don't know who told you you were going to be off the board? Oh, boy. He said co-hosting. I thought we were in a specific lane. You're asking me to do math while I'm doing the radio. It's just going to be a different experience. But I guess that's the one that you want. So I will provide. <laughs> Are we scheduling on the air? <sighs> Invitations have been sent. Okay. <laughs> you can't rescind it. That's right. And I have sent all my wedding invitations, Jared. So actually, I haven't sent them. I haven't gotten them yet, but we, we ordered them. Can I Those clear things tables? take a long time. Can I help? Do what? Can I clear tables at your wedding just so I can say it's I was there? Provided. It's in. Oh, okay. It's in Scotland, and right oh! now, Adam Candy and I are trying to like get a like group rate in order to crash his wedding. Let's go. I'll be a driver. I'll learn how to drive on the right side. Don't take that much. You just drive. No, but the then side. you have to do the kilometers, and that's math. If I can do that, I deserve to be invited. Oh my god.